that's why I love the bottom six guys, man. Every coach I talk to, tell me about your bottom six, man. I want to know about the glue guys, guys that hold it together. <laughs> Not look, the top six are going to get theirs, right? Right, but exactly. Bottom six guys, boy. Welcome back to Puckston Deep, episode number 106. I'm your co-host, Connor Thelman. And I'm your other co-host, James Murray. Wow, I just saw the craziest game of my life in Mankato. Um, <laughs> but all in all, conference, we went. We were at the XL Energy Center on Friday night to watch uh, mm. Duluth and Denver and Western and Nodak. Two great amateurs there. All in all, all over the whole weekend, Harvard upsetting, winning, get, getting their bid. Mercy Hurst getting so close. Ugh, just craziest weekend of the year, yeah. my favorite time our favorite time um, of the year for college hockey, and now it's it's time to dance. It's plops, baby. Yeah, we are dancing. We have Ben Holden, uh, the voice of college hockey. He's calling the Albany Regional. Yep. Uh, we're going to go through all of the all the games coming up here, and this tournament starts Thursday, so Thursday, Saturday, I believe. It's all going to be on ESPNU yes. or ESPN News. Yep. Uh, we have a bracket challenge going right now, so... Um, make so sure many you, submissions. So many. We're, we literally crashed USCHO last night. We apologize deeply. Uh, do we? No, we don't. Yeah, don't we're just getting so. pucks in deep. And if you can't do it with us, that. don't go in the corner with us. Simple it, as that. Exactly. So yep. we're glad that they have a website. Uh, we wish it worked better. Um, so yeah, we've been up all night. Thank DMing you for doing it fans. though, because we don't have it on our website. So thank you. USHL. Exactly. You're you're filling we in love you. there. Yeah. Uh, it's a love hate thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it is up now. Uh, our so if you sign up on uscho.com, yep, they have an NCAA tourney Click challenge. Go to that. Fill out your bracket first. Pick who you're going to win. There's a tiebreaker, which is a total goals, which if anybody gets that right, no one's got a shot. That's a hack. Like, yeah, they, they're they the Simpsons. They travel to the future and they figured out the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, like I saw somebody do 97, another dude do 24. I'm like, there's 15 games here. <laughs> I don't know if either of those are going to hit. <laughs> but so again, that's the tiebreaker. Make sure you have everything filled out and then join our bracket. It's going to be on the next tab over. Uh, type in pull tabs, space sports, pull tabs, space sports. That's our bracket. Join that up. And then you have a chance to win an authentic college hockey jersey of your choice, as mm-hmm. well as uh, a hockey stick of your choice. Yep. Um, an ECH hat, which of your choice of your choice. We have <laughs> gray or black. Um, and then we also some endorphin protein. So you can just get yoked. This whole thing is like a beefy four hundred, five hundred dollar package. Yeah. Just for picking, beef. you know, maybe you got AIC going. I don't know. I, I would. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you if you want to win, you probably should go for some dark horse teams. I got UMD. I'm biased. You would go Bemidji if they were in, but who, you got Michigan, I believe. I got Michigan over Minnesota in the championship, yeah. Yep, yep. Mine, I got Mankato going to this ship, so those are... I might change it up. I got time. We got we got plenty of time. I, like we got some, Things Thursday. can change. I'm not submitting my bracket until Thursday. Yeah, it's uh, it's still kind of a whirlwind. How, how, um, I, I did pick St. Cloud at the beginning of the year. I think they got a shot. They got a shot. It's either them or Michigan going to the championship, I think, out of that side. Yeah, but they're, they're getting healthy. Them. It all depends on, for North Dakota, I think, if Sanderson's in there. We don't know if he's playing yet, yep. uh, so that could change this yep. week. I'm sure we'll, difference. we'll find out. But yeah, there's just a ton of ton of storylines going down so make sure you're studying up on your bracket because there's a lot of just college hockey fiends yeah in this challenge with us today but thank you again to everybody who signed up um we should also announce you know ohio state winning the frozen four for the women's Absolutely. tournament that was also on sunday uh what a tilt congrats my, my bulldogs uh it's it's tough it it's still tough. stings it's fresh <laughs> um emma soderberg i'll say like the best goalie in college hockey outside of aaron frankel i think those are the one and two mm-hmm. and she had a tough game you know, she still had like 40 something saves or whatever, 
she gave up a couple tough ones trying to play the puck. People are getting after her. Fuck off. If you're one, if you're one of those people, fuck off. You know, she's playing her it, heart out. She game. got UMD to the championship. Yeah. Most they, saves no one, no one had them in the championship. They made it. Congrats to those girls. And uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, again, one more time, congrats to Ohio State. Good friend of mine, Claire uh, DeGeorge there. She got her championship. And Lexi Templeman. Templeman, a friend, of the, friend pod. of the pod. Yeah. Played yep. at Robert Morris. So. Got her shot at Ohio State. That was awesome to see. Um, so yeah, just a, a great final. Elizabeth Jaguer from the pod scoring in the ship. Yeah, that was sick. That was a nasty goal too. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was great to see. Great for for women's hockey. I uh, wish it was on ESPN two or ESPN. We need to work. That's the other that. thing. I forgot to ask Ben that, but why are we on two? Yeah, why are we ESPN? ESPN championship two starts... men's and women's ESPN. Make it work. I don't want to exactly. watch bowling. Okay, if you got to put the game on at nine a.m., I don't care. Put it on ESPN. Exactly. I, Same yeah. with, uh, yeah, I think a lacrosse game went long, so the women's tournament started on ESPN News. They didn't even, you know, relay that information until it was five minutes into puck drop. Yeah. So, like, you got to be better than that, ESPN. We appreciate they're hosting it. We we want to be on ESPN 2 next year at least mm-hmm. for everything. Right. And then the, the big dance, the ship, should be on ESPN. I'm just yep. going to say it. So, that that's what happened uh, since we talked last. Obviously, a lot of teams, Harvard, making that run. Um, Casey Dornbach, ECH bump. What up? <laughs> yeah, I was saying. Ever heard of it? Yeah, that was pretty sick to see. Finally, we came through. You we, know? we did AIC jersey in the team. In the usually back there. loses or gets swept, but then come on. But Harvard got it done. Just running it. Yeah, OT, Just, OT yeah. winners. Like they were a gauntlet. They ran it. Now they got an even tougher uh, start with Mankato first round. But you know mm-hmm. who's going to bet against them with how they're playing right now? Like it's tough. It's, it's tough. Anybody a lot, can a lot, win a lot, a lot of coin flips, as Benny termed it. And I, I don't know. You, I don't know who to pick. To be honest, it's really. I'm not betting on any of these games. Oh, that's I for am. sure. <laughs> oh, I am. He's a, Best time well, of year. Someone's going to be losing some money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we do have our Frozen Four real quick. I got UMD playing uh, Minnesota State as well as Michigan playing. Shit, who's Michigan playing? Am I? God, is there a demolition four? derby going on outside? <laughs> Can't think, man. Um, oh, yeah, I got I got Michigan playing uh, Duluth um, on, on the top side of the bracket there in the Frozen Four. And then the other side, I have um minnesota state versus western michigan and then the finals i got umd over mankato that's my picks and then you have tell me your frozen four and who's gonna win it i i told ben i mean i want michigan i'm wearing the michigan shirt today i honestly think they'll win i mean i, I did pick st cloud at the beginning of the year. bandwagon i did pick st cloud at the beginning of the year and uh, sure. i don't know man i can't change it up i can't have two picks on the on the air here we can adjust we can I mean, adjust. All right, then I'm taking no, but then I, who's ever winning is going. I'm saying next pod you can adjust. Next pod I can adjust for right now. Well, with next like pod your I gut know. feeling, gut feelings, Michigan. Yeah, but I did pick St. Cloud, and if I had to replace those two, I think St. Cloud could easily win this championship. But um, on the other side, easily. I think I think Minnesota, mm-hmm. not easily, but could <laughs> have a fair shot. I think Minnesota's yeah. coming out of the other side, no matter what. All right, there you go. So those are our picks, people. You can actually do the same thing, too. That's the best thing about turning time. I mean, Mercyhurst AIC, seeing that line go up on DraftKings Sportsbook, that was just made my heart sink. I was like, yes, you know, Mm -hmm. like we made it. I was I didn't need a cold shower and a a Timmy's uh, to get going that morning. That that line I could have gotten a car accident on the way home. It would have been totally fine. (laughs) Honestly, I was like, I've seen it all. That's what I want. So this weekend, there's going to be tons of lines on there in the states that allow it. We're not telling you to do anything illegal. If your state allows it, go to DraftKings Sportsbook, use promo code THPN. You're going to get a little bit of bang for your buck. Is that not right, James? Yeah, you want to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Just bet $1 on any NHL team or NCAA team. Get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's dance. Let's dance. Not a bad read. Good, good recovery. Thanks. I'll say that. And now, Ben Holden. 
now welcome on very special guest got longtime college hockey broadcaster friend of the program ben holden you can catch him calling the albany regional on thursday and saturday with his old partner dave starman i mean talk about that but that's on espnu just yeah how excited are you to be back mm. calling the ncaa hockey tournament let's go I'm stoked, guys. Cheers. Anyone that knows me is not shocked by this. So I should have a sponsorship, but uh, no, it's awesome. It's awesome to be with Dave. And, you know, really, since we were together in Omaha on the pod in 2020, we've only done one game together, and that was uh, Penn State and the Maize and Blue there, as we see repped here uh, in the upper portion of the screen there. But, uh, you know, we, we worked together 10 years, me and Dave and Shereen and you know, it, 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 when you're when you're in this business long enough, you, you hope that you can meet people that you work with and they become your friends. And I, I, I got a laundry list of people I could say that about. And Dave and Shereen are, are right at the top of that list, guys. We're we're close. We've all been through a lot of things in our lives mm. and uh, as, as we all are. But we're, we're friends away from when we're on the air, yucking it up and calling puck and and having fun so it's really special uh to finally get a regional with dave this will be my 10th regional and, and we've never done one so really excited oh, and really excited i know we're gonna dive in mm, uh, yeah. but i'm really excited about our bracket too that's yeah. awesome i didn't know you guys have never done a regional before i did not know that no. either that's, that's crazy no. Just, well, now, i i did regionals for about five years i think <laughs> before dave ever got a call and okay you know, i kept saying to him i'm like dude why are you not doing this with us man like there's a you guys know, and our fan base knows, there's a small group of, of us that are mm -hmm. fortunate enough to to call college hockey a home. And for me, it's been almost 20 years, and for Dave, the same. So it's uh, it's pretty cool that way. Yeah, and you can just like tell your guys' chemistry together when you're calling a game. Like that's why you know you're seeing tweets all over. It's kind of I don't know if it went viral, college hockey viral. Everyone's like, yes, like the band's back together <laughs> kind of thing. Like can't wait to tune in for this, especially because you guys are calling it. But I mean, you guys got four really good teams, like. Uh, start out with, I think the first one's Mankato versus Harvard on uh, yep, yep. Thursday. And then who's after that? Was it Quinnipiac? And, no, we got you know, North Dakota. No, North Dakota, Dakota. Yeah, North Dakota yeah, Notre yeah. Dame. Okay, yeah. I'm already getting yeah. lost in the bracket. But yeah, it's talk right. about you know which uh, which matchup excites you more, I guess, or like potential matchup that could come out of that bracket. What are, you, what are your predictions, you think? Well, I think, you know, I'll go back to something Bucci said on the show on Sunday night. And... You know, his his feeling was that the two most intriguing first round matchups were one, Notre Dame, North Dakota, and two, UMass, Minnesota. Absolutely. And, yeah. and I agree with Bucci, not just because we're on the same network and we're, we're buds, <laughs> but I, I agree with that. I mean, I, look, I'm excited to get my Hastings team again. I had them last year in Colorado, and I've known Hasty a long time through my friendship with David Quinn, who I was with two years in the American League when he was coaching Lake Erie. I was a radio and TV guy. And, you know, we're still great friends and, and talk and did a bunch of stuff when I was in my my previous job doing the KHL. We did a lot of stuff with the Olympics. So it was great to reconnect with Quinny. But Hasty's cut from the same cloth, man. I'm sure you guys know Hasty and, yeah. you know, his team, man. I mean, you look at his team, but the thing about his team is they come in with a 15-game win streak. And, and, and we've all heard coaches say that, you know, a loss isn't always a bad thing mm. before the tournament. They're going in with a lot of pressure um, yeah, in, in that regard. Um, but they score more goals than anybody, and they got a guy named Dryden McKay in the net. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's – Not bad. Uh, yeah, you know, and it, it was great to have them last year and, and see them finally get a win in the tournament. I'd had them two other times in 13 and 15 mm -hmm. I had them. And, you know, in 15 in South Bend where the team they're playing – 
Harvard, obviously, a completely different team. Same coach, Teddy Donato. Dave and I just talked to him a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were in that region. And they got knocked off as the overall one by RIT. So we, we know, again, we know that these things, you look at them and you say, this team should blow this team out. But it's one and done. And if you have a bad period, it can ruin your season and it can end it. Yep. Right. Yeah. And I think just going into, I mean, the ECAC tournament, I don't know if anybody would be picking Harvard. Necessarily. I mean, like not no matter what like Quinnipiac is obviously the favorite there Cornell was getting some run Colgate makes it to the semis like mm-hmm. anything can happen when it comes tournament time and then they make that run you know they beat Quinnipiac in overtime and yeah who's to say they can't match up with Mankato you know right. like yeah. I don't know especially coming off of the madness that was their last game uh I saw a tweet that you did get to talk with Mike Hastings did he give you any uh any pointers just like what the hell went on when he was there that night yeah i mean he he walked us through it so you know obviously dave and i can you know can explain to the audience for those that may not know but i mean it was a 30 35 minute situation after the game mm-hmm. i mean obviously the minnesota state bench had no idea they thought it was a good goal yeah and, they're you know, celebrating I, I think what's that so they're celebrating like the trophy came out everything like yeah I mean, they're in the back, and then, you know, somebody came out and said, hey, we got a problem here. We need you to look at this. And Hasty's response was, I don't have a problem. <laughs> this team had won. So, but, again, the beauty of hockey, the beauty of our sport and college hockey, it's it's a tangled web. I've said that for years. Everybody knows everybody. And, and he and Tom Saratori got together and said, hey, basically, let's get it right. Let's do what we need to do, um, you know, one of the things I thought was kind of cool, and this says a lot about Hasty's team, was is that he went into the locker room at one point. Obviously, the guys got the championship hats on and they're celebrating. <laughs> and he went in, and a couple minutes later, he told them, and and all of a sudden, those things had disappeared. And and, and he went up to Dryden McKay and said, "What do you need?" And he said, "We're ready, Coach. Give us five minutes. We'll go out and play this thing and end it." I mean, Dave talked with him yesterday. You guys may remember this. I, I didn't do the game with Dave, but it was a game at Michigan State in '07. And Ethan Graham shot a puck that went through the net. It like it skirted the net. It, the net bulged. So you could, it, it's yeah, it's called the act of God game because Steve McKinchak said to Drew Miller, a Spartan at the time, he said, "How does that happen? How do you miss that?" And McKinchak's response was, "It was an act of God." So uh, crazy situation. Uh, you know, I, I, I have my opinions on replay, and this is one case where. It's good that they had it, and it's cool that Tom and and Hasty could get together and, and agree to it, and and they know each other. I mean, they're Minnesota guys. I mean, yeah. they know each other forever, yeah. so they worked it out. But those were kind of the high, some of the highlights of it, guys. That was yeah, and you were there, James. You I speak was yeah. on it. You that were. was just insane. I mean, the whole thing was. I think the most impressive part to me was that all the fans, the band, everyone, even the custodians, had left the building, <laughs> and somehow they all got back within a twenty minute span to watch the game. Like not all, but like half of them like got thousands back. of people. And they all went to the bars and they all had to come back. Yeah. I mean, it was insane. Um, but I think it was just like our AD. I went to Bemidji State, but our ID came down and was like, that's not a goal. That's not a goal. I was like, what do you mean? He showed me the video and I couldn't really see it good on the first angle, but then they brought it up the monitor in the penalty box and I watched that. And like, this is as Mankato celebrating and the Bemidji State players are in the tunnel kind of, you know, and they're all standing with their equipment on watching. I was like, why are they watching? Like, what's going on? My phone's blowing up. <laughs> And then Tracy comes to me and tells me this. I see it. Like, this is no goal. And then they're hoisting the cup, everything. It's, they're going back in the locker room now. And CCHA people are on the bench. And they're like, they're concerned. They look concerned something's going on. And they're like, what do we do? What do we do? You know? So it was nuts, though. 
on all nuts game yeah i felt bad just for the broadcasters like because i just stayed on the stream and they're just like hold on folks like we're we're hearing from you know people in the in the bus or whatever that this might not be a goal we're we're bringing out the yeah like the rest like they're just like finding out everything as we were at the same time i was just like like what would you do ben in that situation if you had to stay back and just be like i guess we could be calling another overtime (laughs) i mean the first thing we would do is obviously get on the phone with you know the the referees the best we could or you know find the off-ice official um, well, you know, wherever it's at in that building, I've never been in their building and call a game, but I'm sure it's right there on the in press row. Yep. I mean, that's really all you can do. I mean, I, I've had a few instances. There was a regional in 2011, uh, in, in St. Louis that had Omaha and Michigan. And then it was the year, that was the year Jaden Schwartz lit it up, uh, when they smoked BC, I think it was eight one, but in the Michigan Omaha game, it was really the start of. If you can't see it, you can't overturn it. Mm-hmm. And I forget who the goalie was for Omaha, but Kevin Lynch, who I believe three years in a row, I had Michigan 10, 11, and 12. And every single year, there was a late, deciding, controversial play involving <laughs> him at the net uh. front. And it was Pattern that shot it. I remember that. You couldn't see it. It clearly looked like the goalie had slid back and like pulled it under his pad, but you couldn't see it. And that was kind of when things started to change. They had to be conclusive, and we hear that all the time. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I've had a few of those situations, but that's really all you can do is just communicate with, you know, the off-ice officials or an SID or an administrator, whoever it is. That's all you can do. Yeah, right. yeah. It's such a unique situation. I guess like the, um, you know, it's good. You're still getting paid for all of it, so you just got to sit there and. <laughs> You know, give the people what but, they want. Let's, let's just imagine if Bemidji would have won the second one. What would they have done with all the hats and the shirts? They would have got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they already, already sweated. I think they would be fine with that. But no, yeah, it was been, just. It just, it's weird. I remember Grohl came out. He got the first game winner. That didn't count. He came over to me and he's like, what's going on? Is something yeah. going on? And I, sh- I showed him like, oh, your goal doesn't count, man. It went under the net. He's like, no, no, no. I skated away. <laughs> he skated away. I broke it to him. And like, then nah, sure enough, he's back on the ice in 20 minutes. And all the Bemidji fans stayed. Cause they all had heard from text and whatnot and they're just yeah. chanting and like, what are you guys, they're giving, you know, the CCHA guys shit on in the penalty box. Like I felt bad, which is like, what are you going to do? It's your first year. It just, it was nuts. Yeah, <laughs> the whole situation. But I do like, I think it, it also helped having Don Lucia in the building to talk. With he handled it very too. well. Like he had been, you know, obviously he landed very well. Yeah. He's been in those situations before. So he's like, you can't lose on a goal. That's not a goal. He understood. Yeah. So like, no. that was a cool quote. That, that's see. the one thing about replay that I do like get it right yep if it takes you know there's i mean i did college football for 15 years and they're ruining college football there every single thing is review yeah and yeah. a lot of times in our sport whether it's college the nhl the american league whatever it is they, there's things they review and you're like why are they doing this but mm-hmm. at the end of the day they want to get it right i think the one thing they need to do guys is they need to get when there's tv in the building because you hear this a lot the referees aren't seeing the same looks as tv if there's tv in the building there should be a feed going to them so they see every possible angle they can see. That's the only tweak I'd make with it. Yep, 100%. Yeah. I agree. I, I it agree has to happen. That. Just make it quicker because, like you said, it. I was just, I think they down. saw one, they saw one angle and made a decision and went with it. And that's why this whole thing got stalled out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a, a big enough review at first. And then thankfully they yeah. got it right. But um, also, and we should talk about you were at one of the biggest games of the year on Saturday night. We saw you at the X, you know, kind of getting ready for it, but you got to call (laughs) Michigan versus the Gophers at the at Mariucci arena, like 10,700 people there. What what was that game? What was that atmosphere like? It was, it was simply put, it was nice to see a packed building like that again. Although 
Freddie and I were in there two weeks before in the, the last game when they when they clinched the regular season title mm. against Wisco when they put a snowman up. So, but this <laughs> this was different. I mean, it was different. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, guys. When Nelson scored 32 in, I'm like, and then Brassard over. comes back. <laughs> I, I'm like, I, I looked at Fred and I went kind of like, you know, like six. I'm like, <laughs> I wanted a high scoring game. Yeah, and yeah. I'm an offensive guy. I don't care about defense. I want to see goals. I want to see these guys play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm being that half kidding, but <laughs> I really thought it was it was incredible. I mean, it was disappointing that the fans did what they did with the cans, but yeah. what do you yeah. do? But I, I just to see, we've all been through enough. I mean, you we, we've been in empty buildings. We've watched games without fans. Dave and I in the pod, guy at the benches can hear us, and there's nobody in the building. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was just cool to see that kind of atmosphere again, and you know, I, I thought, you know, Michigan, I mean, they had the puck 80% of the time. So mm-hmm. I, I just thought they, they're turning it on at the right time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they really are. You guys know that. And so I thought from that standpoint, it was good. And I think Minnesota, I mean, they got to, they got to figure it out. I mean, Moscow told us when we chatted with him Friday uh, before the game, he said they had one, they outchanced Penn State six to one in the first period of that semifinal. And then they got out chance. I think it was five or six to one. And the only one they had was the winning goal that Walker dunked into the net. Yeah. So yeah, that's, they got to find a way to get their mojo back. It's mm. a really good team, but they've only played two games in three weeks. So it's tough. Uh, hopefully they can turn around quick for their sake. Well, and they got maybe other than the North Dakota, Notre Dame, the toughest matchup. Oh, start. Uh, I mean, it's going to be that's might be one of yeah, the best games does, of the tournament. Doesn't get any easier. I think them, uh, St. Cloud, Quinnipiac will be another good one. Then, yeah, North, North Dakota, Notre Dame, those are my top three the first round. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. basically going to be a home no time game. to figure it out. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we're a noon kick on Thursday, boys. That's early. I love it. We're kicking it off. So that's Minnesota State and Harvard. What, who do you I got in that, that game if you have to pick what right now? I mean, look, you got to go with a favorite. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, that that team is, you know, they, they in the 15 games in a row, they've won 68 to 19 that I'll score the opposition in that 15 game stretch. So, Decent. I mean, yeah, they're, 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 they're powered on, man. They, mm. they got a, they got a really good club and, you know, they've got all the parts and it was funny. I ran into Scott Sandlin on Friday, as you guys mentioned, we saw each other and yeah, you know, it was a lot of fun to come over and, and see everybody and, and hang out and, and uh, and I said, how's Ryan doing? He goes, scoring a few goals, Ben. I go, how many has he got? He goes, 21. I go, 21. Wow. Yeah, he's having a major more, more, year. More than a few. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'd go with them. And, and I think that, you know, they're, again, the one and done situation. You can't yeah. have a bad period. You can't fall behind. And this Harvard team. I mean, they've got skill. They average easy. They've got Coronado. Yep. Uh, they got some people on this team. Casey Dornbach. Back end. Our guy. Yeah, we, we just had their captain uh, Dornbach on last weekend. And right, we released it right before they won both games. So yeah, we gave him the ECH bump. So you're welcome, Casey, <laughs> if he's listening to this. But yeah, they're they're loaded, primed, and ready to go. That so first line is really yeah. good. NHL line. So that's yeah. They got to lean yeah, on them, they, obviously. But yeah. Yep. They got a nice team, and you know, again, I don't know much about them. That's the one team that. For me in the prep and the quick turnaround, you know, thankfully I know Notre Dame, yeah. North Dakota, all the years I did them. I, I know what they're about. I know what their team's about. Minnesota State, you know, some familiarity with them. So uh, my flight later today will be all Harvard on the way to Albany. So and, and probably tonight. So, mm-hmm. but I uh, had a good chat with Teddy and, you know, his guys are ready. You know what you're going to get. You're going to get those top couple lines and you're going to get a, a bottom six that's going to get after you. And, I think in that regard, it's real similar. But, mm. you know, to me, the X factors is Dryden McKay. And, 
you know, it starts from the net out. So I, I think Minnesota State uh, gets by. Do you think teams like, like Minnesota State that are that deep are rolling all four lines? Or do you think like Harvard, they just got to roll like one, two lines the whole game? Or what do you think they got to do? Is it possible to well, roll two or no? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you know, coming from the last two years of the Big Ten where there's only one time out. Yeah. I mean, that changes the way that coaches coach. And now you get the 15, the 10, and the 5. You got the longer intermissions. Mm-hmm. You know, the Big, the Big Ten's only 12 minutes. I mean, those games are yeah. about a buck 50. Right, yeah, they're quick. Uh, so from that standpoint, it changes it. And it, it certainly changes the way that both coaches manage it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think for me, looking at it, from where I'm at in my prep so far, advantage Minnesota State. Yeah, I think they got a deeper team, more experienced team. They've been there. They lost last year and, and got to the Frozen Four and, and got beat. So you know all the old bad taste in your mouth. And yeah, they've got uh, they've got one of those older teams. You know, and and, and on the other on the other side with Notre Dame, you know Jeff Jackson for the first time went into the portal and he said, look. I mean, look, yes, Jeff's been to Carrie. a handful of frozen fours at Notre Dame, but he hasn't won it. Mm-hmm. And he's as good a coach as there's ever been in the game, in my opinion. Yeah, and for sure, he just said he's like, we had to get older. I mean, look at the teams that have won. Look at Sandy's teams; they have a good balance, mm-hmm. but they have a yep. bunch of older guys like Hasty's teams. They have those older guys; they're more mature mentally, they're more mature physically. And when you get close and you don't get it. That's why I still think St. Cloud could be a dangerous team. I yep. do. I got them in my Frozen Four. Yeah. I picked them to win at the beginning of the year. Yeah, um, yeah I think just like well, all these teams with the well now fifth years and all these guys, they're older and for some of them, it's their last run as far yeah. as like this was their biggest game if they don't go NHL or whatever. But um, Mankato, St. Cloud, those old teams are huge. Notre Dame, you mentioned they got when got Adams and Karashek. Those have been two of their biggest producers come down the year. Karashek yep. being the captain for them. We yeah. got to go to uh, Notre Dame when they beat Michigan at Michigan. We went to yep, we film went to for a Michigan series, and then we also went to Notre Dame when they played Minnesota and beat them there. Yep. So, like, we know, I mean, they're as dangerous of a team as any to make it in the tournament. It's a hot goalie. They need a hot goalie. Yeah, I mean, that's and they got two yeah. good ones, too. They got Galaga and uh, Bischel back yeah. there, too. So, like, I think they match up really well with, with North Dakota. Do you think, like, that could be... I mean, I think that's one of the best matchups, too. Could there be an upset there? I'm picking I don't Notre Dame personally. Way, but yeah. yeah, but, like, seed-wise, do you see anything there? Look, I mean, honestly, man, <laughs> flip a coin, man. Right, yeah. These teams, seriously, I mean, these teams to me are, they're mirror images. You know, it's yeah. funny, I, we used that phrase last week with Minnesota. Fred did to Brock Faber. He goes, when you look at your two teams, do you feel like you're looking in the mirror? And Brock said, yeah, but they have seven first rounders. <laughs> I mean, we're not to that extreme in this game. And he yeah. was kidding, but yeah, somewhat yeah. serious. But I, I really think that to me, the, the two goalies are both transfers. They're both veteran guys. I think Goliath had more success in the playoffs than Driscoll has. Mm-hmm. So it's really his first run at it here with this, obviously with North Dakota. But, yeah. you know, the, the, I, like I was talking about, and you guys mentioned with Notre Dame, you could say the same for North Dakota. Connor Ford's won more faceoffs than any guy in the country. Calder. He's over 60, yeah. 60 yeah, Calder. Like 62%. Guy from the UP. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, so both teams have had their, those grad transfers. You know, Dave uses the phrase buy in because really you're coming in for one year yeah. after you just spent four years playing in a program and you better buy in quick or you're going to jeopardize all the chemistry in that room. And that's something mm-hmm. Jeff said last night to us. And I'll get back to North Dakota. But Jeff said he felt that the guys that came in, Goliath, Big Adams, uh, who's the other Karashik. guy? Karashik. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and they're back in. He felt that those guys kind of humbled his guys in a way because – 
they basically said, man, you don't realize how good you guys have it here. I mean, yeah. You guys have been to Notre Dame, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we mean, were there. We went beautiful. to the houses with them, the hockey house. You saw it all in the locker room and the players' yeah. lounge is unreal, too. Like everything they got there, mm-hmm. is, it's special. Yeah. I mean, and I, I shared a story with Jeff last night. It was probably 10 years ago. And, and <laughs> Anders Lee was in there, Brian Rust, all their guys yeah. were in their stick room, which is the size of my condo. Yeah, it's literally. huge. It is huge. Yeah. And, and, I, and I had just spent two years in the American League with Lake Erie. Now, Dan Gilbert owned our team, so we were pretty spoiled too. But I had went in enough dumps around that league to see how good we had it. Yeah. And yeah. I remember saying to those guys, I go, unless you get to a top flight building in the NHL, it's never going to be this good again, guys. So yeah, it was kind that's of a true. similar thing, but mm-hmm. that's been a big impact for them. All those guys have bought in. And I think the same, I know the same after talking to Brad Barry yesterday for North Dakota. I, I just think the, the, and then the thing, the other thing to me is, you know, a guy like Reese Gaber, he's one of the guys North Dakota has that I feel can really change the game. He can flip the game in a hurry. Mm-hmm. They've got a couple other guys. Sure. Brad talked about Judd Caulfield. I agree with that. Different players. He's a big body, but Gaber's got speed. He's got skill. He can step on the gas and go. And for Notre Dame, you got Max Ellis. I love Burke, number 10. His speed is off the charts. I don't know that I've seen a guy track pucks better this year than him. Mm -hmm. And I watched every one of those Michigan games, guys, before I did them two weeks ago for game five. So they've got a couple guys. Ryder Rolston, I'd say he's another guy, too, that can change the game. So the point is you don't have five or six blue chip guys on either one of these teams in in terms of high draft status or whatever it is. got (laughs) 200-foot guys. They're going to battle. They're going to sacrifice. They're going to block a ton of shots like Karashik does, leads them in the country. I mean, he's unbelievable back there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. No. We've been doing the uh, the Silver Shinnies Award track in the block shots in the country. So it's been nice to see Karashek <laughs> climb. I think he's the only one in the top 10 still playing. So still play, yeah. maybe he can pass Ben Newhouse <laughs> at 107 this year, which is that's insane. ridiculous to me. I think Luke Kreese on Brown has 100. But like yeah. that's just th- that gauntlet of the top four. is like Karashek leading the big 10 in blocks with like what 85 is nuts to me just it's yeah. insane what a great he's guy. right around 90 now after the semi but yeah oh. 85 85 coming in i believe to that michigan game i gotta update it okay i gotta update it he said i love that i love how gritty they are but that's that's, an, that's a big award yeah. in college hockey the silver yeah. shinnies everybody wants it do i do want to talk i know we want to break down this bracket a little more um well a lot more but do we want to talk about hobies or no the hobie list or no we could, you want to hope it was? I'm fine with doing that. Well, now. if we're on awards right now, I mean, you mentioned Gaber. I'm, I kind of was shocked that he didn't get a chance at the Hobie Baker, but um, and he's at 37 points, leads the team on, by nine points this year. He really carried North Dakota. But um, what, true, you saw the finalist list, I'm sure, Ben. Uh, what? Who, who do you think has a chance? Who's your hat trick? Would you say right now? Uh, top three. Well, if I could first, I mean, how the heck is Ethan Frank not on? That too. Yes, that too. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. You know, and I know I know a lot of people would argue for Ronnie Adder to get another good Michigan guy. I Solid. Love, I love my state. I'm always repping it. Absolutely. All, all kidding aside, I mean, how's the guy that's leading the country and goals not on there? And I know it's, you know, this and that, but I, I don't know. I, in, I, I don't know. I, in the NCHC, too. Just like. What's that? In the NCHC, too. It's a tough conference, right. and he's yeah. just torn it up. Exactly. I, I would say, um, right now, I would say Veneers. I really think even though, you know, the game didn't go great, but it's one game, but I look at the body of work. I was on the committee once, so I, I respect all that body of work stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put Ben Myers on there as the, as the second guy and some are going to hate on me, but yeah, I got to put Dryden McKay on there. I do. We have the same top do. three. I think that we, I picked mine last week. I think that's my top three as well. 
Yeah, I had that. You guys have? I had I had that three as well. Benny Myers, Beneers, and then I was between Levi and then uh, Dryden. I think they both had a standing years and made the team. I think Bobby Trevino has a chance too from UMass. I think he's really carrying them back into obviously winning the Hockey East again too. But yeah, like you said, the body of work for Ben Myers. We had him in the studio for a podcast a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, yeah. What a great guy, and just like obviously going to be a huge free agent possibly at the end of the season everybody's gonna want him why yeah. not guys a beast yeah. so yeah i like those three and then this would possibly be the year for a goalie to win i mean like levi dryden Peretz from quinnipiac all three are just having massive seasons mm-hmm. and there's not like one like the leading score right now um out of denver i'm blanking on his name Brink. 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 yeah like i mean he's right there too. he could win it too yeah we're just but he's only like 55 there's not like a cole caulfield this year we're like oh he's gonna win it it's kind of you know up for grabs i think so I, I, I look and, I, and I've seen Bobby a lot in his time at Denver, but I think for me, you you talk to Mel Pearson, you talk to Bob Moscow in the Moscow, and the word out of their mouths about both those men is they're the engines of their team and they drive their teams. I mean, the first time I noticed it with Myers, Fred and I did on BTN, we did the Michigan series with Minnesota at Yost. I noticed him there, but I didn't notice him the way I did against Michigan State. A month later, we did both those games. Now, you can mm. say what you want about the Spartans, and I love the Spartans. I grew up in Lansing. <laughs> yeah. But the bottom line for me is I don't care how bad the team is. You still have to go out and do it. Yeah. But my point is in that series, he you could feel it. You could see it. You could feel it. He just said, all right, here's the piano. Put it on my back, <laughs> and let's go. He dominated both games. He took over. He did it in other games. He did it in that Wisconsin game that Clay and Richie yep. did on the Friday. Yep before uh, Freddie and I were in there scoring the natty. So that's why I like him and Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nothing against Bobby or anybody else. Or, and Trevino's another guy. I don't do a lot of yeah. a lot of Eastern teams, but he's a hell of a player. He's got a hell of a career. Um, I, you would get no argument from me with him on a list, but I, I got to go with McKay. I mean, I was, I was a reporter in Lansing when Ryan Miller set that record. Mm-hmm. And yep. You know, there's one other record in college hockey that I don't think will be broken. And along with that record, which is Mike Donnelly scoring 59 in a year back when I was a 12 I don't think that's happening. If Caulfield couldn't do it, no one's touching it. (laughs) Right. I I didn't think I'd see Ryan Miller's shutout record get broken. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, I remember being on the the show with Clay and for ESPNU a couple years for the Hobie. And in the year that Gilroy won it at BU in, in 09 in D.C. And a lot of people said, oh, his teammate Colin Wilson was a better player. But to me, when you are when you stay and you stick around for four years, that's got to have something to do with that award. Yep. It's not just about leading the country in points. Don't bring up Kyle Connor around here. I live 15 minutes from <laughs> Michigan. But We got a jersey at the studio. Yeah. He should have right. won it that year. He should have won, oh, yeah. won it. But I, I really think the integrity of it of when you have guys like that that have that have given so much to the their teams, their universities, the sport that has to go into consideration. And he's been ridiculous every single year for them too. It's not that he's been there; he's been you know the centerpiece yeah. for their team. I think a lot of people hate on just the CCHA saying it's not as offensive, but you know these guys right. are older. It's still Division One hockey. These get these guys are bigger than the Big Ten play, like mass yeah. wise. I I don't know. You got to give it to him. He stayed there like you said for so many years, and he's been solid yeah. every year and. You still got at the end of the day, you got to put up the numbers. Yeah, it's exactly. good competition. So and look at the people they've sent to the NHL well, every year. You too, look last so year they like, beat they beat Minnesota talented. in the regional four zip. Yeah, I mean yeah. that was crazy. They're they're Just a good team, and uh, yeah, I think yeah, you're right. He deserves to win it. 
All right, quick interruption. We just want to talk to you guys about our proud sponsor at beautystatushockey.com. Right now, there's a 35% sale on the entire website. Go to beautystatushockey, it's beautystatushky.com. Check out their merch and especially check out this ECH lid. Yeah, You're going to get it for like, what, 20 bucks? Plops. Are you kidding me? We got a post going out lid. today for the hat. Go it's get it. It's going to be matte gray or in the black on black like I'm wearing right here. It's the comfiest hat. Wear it to the barns. Wear it to the regional. Support your team. Even if you're not in the dance, throw some bets on DraftKings and then wear the hat and feel good about it. Yeah. You know, like it all comes full circle. It's all going to help build college hockey. And we're just very happy about it. So there's not many left. We've said that before in the podcast. If you're listening, like there's leaving very less now. Few and now that we're doing a giveaway, even leaving less. Exactly. So it's probably going to be sold out by the time you hear this. You can check it out. Hopefully it's not. Go to Beauty Status Hockey. That's beautystatushky.com. Thank you, Beauty Status. Boom. And now... Back to the podcast. All right. So that, there's there's our Hobie finalist. So now should we get back into the Yeah, bracket? let's jump back in the region. Okay. We covered his. Do we want to jump around to another pool? Or yeah, let's go here? to, uh, let's see what I had here. Um, let's do Allentown. So Ooh, I like uh, that one. Allentown, Pennsylvania. I mean, Michigan versus AIC in the in the first there, as well as St. Cloud versus Quinnipiac. We'll play the winner of that. Um, what do you, I mean, you've seen Michigan the most be, this year, I would say, but St. Cloud, obviously, you got history. Is there any chance another one of these teams wins other than Michigan? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we want to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the, the way they're playing going in, guys, I don't think so. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I just don't. I mean, I look, AIC, we know what they did in North Dakota a few years ago. They beat St. Cloud, too, as well. Hmm. Um, Eric Lang's team's going to, they're going to come in and just, they're going to lay it on the line. Oh, man. yeah. I mean, that, they, that's what they do. And, um, but if, if Michigan plays the way they are capable and the way they played, because that Notre Dame game to me was, was big in this sense. And it's funny because, so we're talking to Mel, uh, was it Friday? I think it was Saturday morning of that game. We talked to him and Fred went through his gamut of questions. And and I always, as a play-by-play guy, we're doing calls. I let the analysts, you just go mm-hmm. like, you guys need to know every little thing and every little detail. And then they'll loop me in. Hey, Benny, you got anything else? And we got done. And Mel, says to me he goes and i've known mel for 25 years and he says benny nothing from you <laughs> and i said no you you said what i was looking to hear from you yeah and, and what those things were were they had to be harder they had to get to the net harder they had to be more physical and they had to have more will and i've been saying that all year with this team we've never seen a team with this much talent assembled we know that but mm-hmm. the skill doesn't always win you have no. to have the will to go with it and the last two games they've that I've done of theirs, their last two games, they've had that combination. And they've had it, in my opinion, as good as they've had it all year. So I think St. You're right, man. St. Cloud Quinnipiac, that's that's like our Notre Dame, North Dakota game. Yeah. Yeah. Man. yeah. And, and St. Cloud's been off. If they come out hot, look out. But you know, Quinnipiac's gonna buckle down. They're a great defensive team, but um, I take St. Cloud in that game uh, in, in that reason as well. I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's what I got. St. Cloud, Michigan matchup. would be a fun game. Yeah. Sure would. You would. got you got the older guys have been there for now five years. Some of them. When Brodzinski getting a chance to actually play in the tournament, obviously getting hurt last year. Yeah, that was a brutal injury. The first one. Like, but they're getting healthy sad. at the right time, I think. And so they could definitely that would be a fun one. Make a run for if they can play each other. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, Ty Smolanik's back for Queen of Piac. He didn't play in their their I finals game. I think that really hurt him. I don't know. I haven't heard from him. Yeah, honest, but well, yeah. we're just just hoping best for our guy. Um, but yeah, I think that matchup's like one of the top uh, coin flips, like you said. And then so, but you're still saying Michigan probably over Queen of Piac, over AIC in the first round, and then over St. Cloud State if it happens. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, right yeah. now, again, I mean, seeing them the last two weeks <laughs> firsthand calling their games, they've been as good as they've been all year. And, you know, I think that was those those things. That's why I told you guys that backstory about with Mel. And, you know, I said, I got nothing. I said, <laughs> I, you you cover where I wanted to go with what Check I the box For whatever it's worth, what I felt they had to do. And, and in that situation, guys, it was simply beating Notre Dame. Yeah. Because they hadn't beaten them in four. I mean, <laughs> Notre Dame, the last time Michigan lost five games in a season to a team was the last year of the CCHA. Wow. And, you know, I, I'm not proud to say I was on the mic when Michigan's streak ended at 22 straight in the tournament. But it was in that game. <laughs> yeah. They lost to Notre Dame. So, I mean, oh, they, they figured it out. And, and they're just they're two talented of a team. I mean, importantly, I mean, look, Eric Portillo, to me, you, you can Solid. make a case for him, guys. Like yeah. we talked about Frank and Adder and maybe some other guys. But he started every game for them. That was the question mark with them all year. They got all this high-end talent, but they got a goalie that only played six or seven games last year. He's been unbelievable for them. Yeah, big guy, too. God, is he huge. Yes. <laughs> He's got NHL bodies just written all over. I mean, who knows? Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, who's he? He's drafted by, like, the Red Wings, I want to say. Buffalo. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah, him and Power, man. The future. Yeah, that'll right do. Yeah, and <laughs> it's the future for Buffalo. There. No, I, I agree with yeah. those takes, though, too. Um, so that's that's Allentown. Do you want to go to the next or do you got something? Uh, no, I said let's go to uh, Loveland, I think. All right, so Loveland. We got Denver, UMass, Lowell, and then UMD versus Michigan Tech. I'm a UMD graduate, so I know they're going to take this whole thing. But oh, what do come you, on. What do you think, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> you're, going, you're coming to me? Yeah, yeah you're going. Oh, yeah. 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 We, yeah. I look. mean, I, I can't go against Sandy. Look, again, you know, I love the UP. I go there every summer. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think they beat Tech and, you know, they're, they'll give them a fight. But I, I think Sandy's team, look, they know how to win. They know how to win this time of the year. The torch gets passed every single year, player to player. I mean, I was texting with Jade Miller. He's one of my buds from those all those teams. And he started texting me before the frozen faceoff. And he's like, who you got, Benny? And I said, I'm taking Western. I'm taking Duluth. And I'm taking Duluth to win it. Yep. And they just, they know how to get it done. Uh, the other game. Denver, they just had to deal with Duluth, as we know, and they got clogged up. They got trapped up. They got slowed Mm -hmm. down. They got to get their speed and skill on display. They got to get Savoy into space. They got to get Brink into space, and they've got to get Carter Mazur, another good Michigan guy. I don't know how he got away from state, but good for Denver. (laughs) Um, You know, those those guys are the key guys for them, and they got to play well. It's simple. Your best guys got to be your best guys, and, and I think Denver handles that one. Yeah, I, I agree with both of those takes, especially just being at the X and seeing. I mean, I think that was the first time Denver had been shut out all season. So Ryan Fanty, it was impressive. Fanty crazy hot. Denver's first right line now. was a gun. The other guy, I mean, they're they're good. Yeah, that first line is really good. Best in the country, are, one of them. Are, are yeah, pretty yeah. solid for them. And yeah, but like they Duluth handled. They just shut them down. Like you said, they trapped and his the yeah. gaps were tight. It was good. It was good. I don't see them losing this. I mean, first Michigan Tech probably not, but Denver. I don't know. Who knows. Denver, Michigan Tech, or Denver, uh, Denver, UMass, Lowell, I think, too, is still going to be a really good no, game. No, I'm saying the championship game, though. Yeah. Oh, we're already pushing past. Oh, yeah. I'm going championship <laughs> game. Now, who do you got? I don't know. I Like you said, how can you bet against Sandy, though? Yeah. <laughs> it just gets it done. Right. Yeah. This time of the year, it's hard to. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, well, I mean, that being in Colorado, though, too, big Denver crowd will be that's, out there. That's that could true. help out. But, uh, yeah, I still got UMD. So, all right. I like those picks. You're, you're helping me out. You're boosting my confidence. <laughs> That's what I like. Um, let's go to Worcester. Am I saying that right? Yeah. I hope Worcester. so. Worcester. Worcester. Oh, I thought it was Worcester. I'm going to edit that in. Yeah, edit it Worcester. in. Worcester. Let's go to Worcester. Worcester. <laughs> uh, we got Western Michigan, the one seed there, playing Northeastern. And then on the other side, you got Minnesota against UMass. Um, mm. 
I mean, yeah, let's we're gonna let you lead on all these, Ben. Sorry to put you in the hot seat and then we'll follow because no, we've already right. been talking this for the last three days together. So I know what we're picking. <laughs> what do you think out of this side? Um, I think Western wins uh, their game and that I mean again, man, like I know I didn't give you a winner in our game, but in the <laughs> Notre Dame, North Dakota. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me that's a coin. That's tough, man. I mean, yeah, you know, Car Carvel's got such an empire out there and you know, like Sandy, they got a blueprint this time of the year and you know, that, that is such a hard one. I'm just going to flip a coin, man. I'm going to defer to the coin flip, uh, but I'll take Western and uh, I, I'm going to, you know, look, man, I've, I've been, you know, talking it up the whole time we've talked here. I'm a Michigan guy. I got to go with the Broncos to get through in that bracket. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Western. I mean, they're starting to put it together late too. Like obviously they had a couple tough weekends leading into the NCHC tournament there, mm -hmm. but you know, to get roll over Omaha and then take down North Dakota and, you know, obviously couldn't score against UMD, but that was a tight game too. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I like them a lot out of this bracket. I like them over Northeastern for sure. And then Minnesota UMass. I mean, I don't, that's, that's a, a coin flip too. Like I, <laughs> I, I've had multiple brackets in my head and I like just go back and forth. I think it's going to be a ton of, you know, Massachusetts there. It's going to be a home game yeah. for them. Like we were talking to players that have played at that exact regional for UMass before. It's going to be a sellout. UMass reindeer is going to be in attendance. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely loving it. And yeah, I don't, I don't know who to pick there, but what do you, what do you think, James? Either way, I think it's a one goal game. Whoever wins is by one. I don't know. Yeah, but, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take Minnesota. I'm leaning on Benny Myers, but Minnesota out of out of the entire regional though. Yeah, for out you? of the entire regional for me. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like. I it. think that their story. I I wanted to look at you know with the Motsko story this year. Very sad, obviously. <clears throat> then they lose Lafontaine. The storyline could just be unbelievable to make it to the Frozen Four. Yeah, I mean, plus I, guys going to the Olympics and having to play around that too. Yep. Yeah. I like that. So let's go Frozen Four predictions then. Um, uh, what are you thinking, Ben? I'll let you again. You're carrying the torch for us, but what's your what's your Frozen Four right now? If you had to guess it, so I should know this, but I believe it's uh, Loveland will play our regional, right? Albany, Loveland, no, no, uh, no, Worcester, Wooch Wooster, Worcester, Worcester's <laughs> playing Albany. So, so Western Michigan out of there, you picked. Yeah, Western versus Mankato. Uh, Mankato? Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that's tough. I mean, <laughs> if I if I have to pick, I'll take Minnesota State. I think the veteran experience uh, comes through for them in the end. I mean, Western's got a lot of experience, too, in that regard. Mm -hmm. But the fact, I go back to what we talked about earlier, these teams that get so close and they come back and they all come back to, to take a run at it. Yeah. Um, that, that's who I'd pick over there. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, I'm taking Michigan. Michigan uh, over Minnesota Duluth. So we got a Michigan Western final. No, no, no. You right. think no, 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 Mankato. Yeah, okay. Michigan. God, Mankato. I do yeah, want so, that. I but okay, yeah. We got Mavs. Okay. God, so. That would be good though. Michigan uh, I never hear the end of I'd never hear the end of it if I picked Michigan and Western. Although <laughs> that would be one hell of a story. That right? would be that oh. would sell some tickets. That would, you know, everybody would have plenty of headlines to write on that one. So, okay, so we got Michigan versus Mankato. Who's winning it all for you? I, I'm going to take Michigan. I, I think, you know, if they, if they keep playing the way they're capable, they've got, like Casey's team, they got all the parts, man. I mean, I, I just think in the end, I think they're going to get it done. Yep. I like that. Yeah. For, should we just run it? I they mean, got the number one, two, and five draft pick. And then try, like, you got to think they got it. They got so much skill as of Mankato, but yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough for them to lose. Well, I'll, since I, we hung you out to dry there, I'll just say mine so people are, know what I'm thinking. I got Michigan uh, facing UMD in the Frozen Four. I mean, I'm a homer, so again, UMD is going to win my entire thing, obviously. <laughs> and then on the other side, I do got Mankato versus Western and Mankato going. So I got UMD 
versus Mankato in the finals there. Um, uh, and that's going to be mine. That's going to be that. You know who that's going to be hardest on? Wendy Sandlin. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they, they played. That's be tough. They played this season, and you know Ryan Sandlin got the empty netter against them. So I think you know head coach there is going to you know want a little bit of revenge, and obviously just that matchup would also do a lot of lot for selling college hockey. I think so. That's me. Yeah. What do you got, James? It, or sorry, cool. you go ahead, Ben. <laughs> no, I was just going to say. I mean, last year having having. Uh, you know, Ryan out there in that regional with us and, you know, his mom was un- unbelievable and the epic five OT game and, you yes. know, and Fargo with Sandy's <laughs> team. And, you know, just that's, that was a really, that's, that's the, that's what it's all about, you know? And, you know, we told the story about Ryan and, you know, basically telling Scott, you know, I don't want to play for you. And look, I worked <laughs> for my dad three years as a carpenter out of high school building homes. And, you know, I, I know what work is. And I know what it's like to, to work with your father or, be coached by I don't know what it's like to be coached but I know what it's like to work for my dad um oh, yeah. I can say now you know it was one of the best things I ever did in my life but I understand that I think it's a just a great story for for their whole family and I wouldn't shock me if they're back there again uh playing for the, the whole ball of wax like you said man so it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah two guys that show up come tourney time for sure yeah they'll, yep. they'll be tough to beat but mm-hmm. who's your frozen four quick yeah I got uh North Dakota coming out to the Frozen Four and then versus Ooh, Minnesota, right. North Dakota versus Minnesota. Um, Another match. See, we're just trying to sell headlines here. I like it. I like. I think they both got a <laughs> legit huge. shot. And then, um, and then uh, Duluth and then Michigan. Duluth and Michigan. Yeah. UMD. Yeah. Appreciate that. Okay. And then who's winning it all for you? <sighs> I don't. I, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got to that point yet. I'm being wearing the shirt, man. I, I am wearing. <laughs> I think. Michi- I think Michigan does though. Right now, I think they beat okay. Minnesota. Unfortunately, okay. I love my. I love my guy in the Gophers, but Michigan. I just. I don't know. They look good Saturday, and I don't see them losing. Yeah, I mean, if they play as good as they have the last two games, like Ben said, it's yep. tough to yeah. see anybody taking them down because they are playing physical. They got all the talent in the world. Mm-hmm. They just got to, yeah, put it to good use there. But all right, so that's that's all of our predictions, people. We do have a bracket challenge going right now. Um, you can sign up for it up until the first game being called by Ben Holden himself here. That's on uscho.com. Uh, our bracket is called Pull Tab Sports, so yeah. go sign up for that if you want. You can win some free free jersey, free hockey stick, a bunch of other stuff. Hats. Yep. Hats. The whole ball of wax. Um, it's going to be on our Instagram or Twitter. Uh, check that out. But um, I also just want to touch quickly, you know, Ben, uh, just your long career here. Like, how did you get into mm. calling? I mean, why, why college hockey above all else? You've been calling it since 2004, I can tell, maybe even earlier than that. Um, yeah. What got you started? I mean, really what got me started was my grandpa Floyd, my mom's dad, and he was a Michigan State guy, and I grew up going to Munn, and about 10 years old, I I, I remember telling him, like, you know what, grandpa, that's what I want to do one day is, is be a sportscaster, and my grandpa had nine kids, and back in those days, my dad and I didn't do much in terms of sports. My dad, again, my dad was a builder, and you know, we just didn't have that connection the way we do now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, and that's fine because my grandparents, I had six, I had six parents. I had, you know, my grandparents, my parents were young when they had me, they were 16 and 17 when my mom got pregnant. Oh, so my parents yeah. are very young. Yeah. Um, so I was very fortunate. I lost my last grandparent at uh, 49 years old, two years ago. Um, my grandma Foy. So um, my grandpa Foy though, you know, he, he did PA at the school district that I lived in Holt, South South of Lansing, because he had three kids that played basketball. So being the president okay. of the school board, he could pull rank and say, I'm going to do the PA. <laughs> so that was a big thing for me because I used to sit with him and I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And yeah. he was a chemist by trade, 
but his passion for sports, you know, I got that from him. And then high school in Traverse City, I had a teacher that said, hey, you have an FM voice, you should think about radio or TV. And I did. And, you know, my dad doing what he did, I thought, all right, this is the path I'm going to go on. And, yeah. and I swung a hammer for three years and went to the Navy. And then on the ship, I I got tight with our chaplain and uh, he gave me the keys to the radio and TV studio. And, and really, I didn't go to college. So my college was three years of working for my dad two years in the Navy. I went to broadcast school here in Detroit for a year because I didn't want to go for four years. I wanted to get right into it Mm -hmm. and started doing high school games here in the Detroit area. And, uh, you know, had a couple pretty good opportunities to work in a big market here in Detroit when I was early in my career and really taught me how to do things the right way. My first job was writing news at WDIV, the NBC affiliate here in Detroit. And, um, you know, learned how to write. And then, uh, Went to Lansing for six years, 98 to 04. And I, I just, I grew up watching Michigan, Michigan State play college hockey. And I, I'm from Michigan, but I didn't grow up on Michigan, Ohio State. I grew up on Michigan State, Michigan, because I grew up in Lansing. So yeah, it's yeah. a little different for me that way. <laughs> but, um, you know, and then just after the six years in Lansing, I knew that it was time to to move on and do something different uh, from anchoring, being on the desk. I loved reporting. I loved interacting with people and and telling their stories and sharing them and Comcast launched and then got some chances. Me and Richland got picked up by ESPN in like Oh five, Oh six. Okay. Started doing some of their games, regionals, mm. you know, and went to the American league for a couple of years. And, you know, I got divorced there. Otherwise I would have stayed in hockey. I would have never got out to be quite honest with you. And um, I don't have many regrets, but I had a young son at the time that I needed to be around for more than I, would have been doing that job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I have no, I have no regrets. None of that. Um, my son's 20 now. So that's why I took the job doing the KHL. And, you know, I wanted to do games. I did a hundred games in five months in that job. I love the job. I love where I was living. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hundred. Uh, yeah. By myself. That's insane. <laughs> no that partner. A, no partner. So, just doing everything. You know, the place I was working was RT America. I was working for their app and, you know, we know what's happened around the world and I really haven't said much about it. I just, I've just tried to move on and yeah. nothing, nothing I did or we did. It right. was the fact that they didn't right. have a platform because people started pulling the plug, you know, direct TV and dish and Roku and they had nowhere to air their product. And it was, it was a great gig. I'd still be there. I would have been doing the playoffs in the league, but um, that's what happened. I know that's a long answer, but that's kind of the, uh, the, the thumbnail of my uh, past. So still chasing it, man. Still yeah. want to be in the National Hockey League and working on some stuff moving forward. And uh, just I'm, I, I want to tell you guys how much it means to come on. I love doing these kind of things. And, yeah. and I've watched you guys build your brand and build your product. And it's pretty cool, man. It's uh, appreciate you're doing that. great things. Thank yeah, you. you're doing great things. And, you know, anytime I learned a long time ago. Anytime somebody wants to talk to you and interview, you give them the time. You find the time to do that. Um, you know, it means a lot to me, and, and it always has, so it always will. So I enjoy it. And uh, doing the tournament, this will be my 10th tournament. It never gets old. I still have the old old school ESPN pin I'll have on my coat. And Love it. Let's it's, just, go. It's, it's the biggest thing in our sport, right? Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. pretty cool to be a part of it. Yeah, man, congrats on your, just your career, and not, it's not even over yet. So, I mean, it's just like, it's, it's yeah. impressive. It's uh, encourages us to keep going. and um, Long journey. Like, you can tell just, I think it's crazy that you, one, knew you wanted to be a broadcaster at the age of 10. 
Like that's yeah. awesome that have that kind of hindsight. And then also you had the voice to go with it. It was just like, oh, you, sh- you have a voice for radio. Like yeah. not everybody has that too. So glad hey, both those worked that. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good combination. So you're like, okay, I just got to stick with it. And I'm glad that, you know, it sounds like you've obviously grinded. I mean, even 500 KHL games just like that by yourself. That's not an easy 100. task. 100. 100. 100 and yeah. 500. I'm so thrown Five months. Five months. Wow. <laughs> you're good. I'm having a tough day here, Ben. I'm having a tough day. But yeah, no, it's crazy. And as I've always said, it's better than a real job. You know, again, yeah. going back to when I was a teenager at 17, graduating and you know, thought I was going to be a hot shot and play junior, never did. And was like, all right, I'm done. I'll go work for my dad. You know, here's the keys to a new truck. Here's a payment book, you know, run the show, do what you got to do. So, um, you know, it's just the way I, I know what work is. And, you know, I, you guys, I'm guessing, are probably mid-20s, I'm guessing. Yep, yep, 25. Yeah, 26. I mean, so. I don't mean to sound like your dad here, but don't stop. Yeah. If it's in your heart, it's your passion, keep going, man. That's That's what that's what it's all about, you yeah. know, and it's exactly. just the bottom line is no one's going to give it to you. No one's ever given me anything. Mm-hmm. And, um, some people are more fortunate than others in that regard. So I'll leave it at that. But yeah. I'm not one of them and I'm okay. I'd rather work to get what I get. Uh, that's why I love the bottom six guys, man. Every coach <laughs> I talk to, tell me about your bottom six, man. I want to know about the glue guys, guys that hold it together. <laughs> Not, look, the top six are going to get theirs, right? Right, but exactly. But bottom six guys, boy. Yeah, boys. that's that's our pocket. We call ourselves the Nall of Podcasts because, you know, we don't have a massive budget. We don't get all the love that we should. But, man, we support the grinders. We're like, we're the, <laughs> we're the fourth line pod, too. Like, so that's the, right. I like the, that. The bottom six. Yeah, you got to get gritty. I mean, we're, we do this because we love it. One yeah. day we want to be on a bigger stage, but like literally we'd be doing this anyway. So exactly. why not? It's not, don't view it that's as a cool. job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool. I got a lot of respect for that guys. That's great. And you're good at it. So thank you. I appreciate you it. Know, appreciate that. Going we've seen your comments. You. We like, we love that you're following us on Instagram before all this. And we've wanted to have you on for a long time. So especially yeah. taking is, the time before you call a massive tournament here. Like, well, just your, your insight awesome. on the, on just the tournament itself though, is what fans want to listen to and, and, and just know about, I guess. I yeah. mean, that's, it's it's good. It's perfect timing for you to come on. Yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate that, guys. I yeah. do. So awesome. This is awesome. You're welcome back anytime, too, Ben. So we'll have to chat with you after the tournament here. Good luck yeah. calling everything. Obviously, hope that Dave is feeling healthy enough to make it this weekend and uh, get It'll that good. get that chemistry going. You know, I'll throw this out there. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to speak for him, but it'd be kind of fun to you know maybe we could do it in a week or two and get both of us on together man it'd yeah, be a lot of fun absolutely I love it. we've well, had him on before so that hopefully he's uh mm-hmm. he remembers us we're hoping well, <laughs> he remembers he well, doesn't forget will you be in uh what's that will you be in boston for the frozen four me no probably no, not no. no i'll just watch I yeah mean, you know we got to get one back here in detroit I, they got to put in for a bit that's disappointing we <laughs> that, lost that one from covid that and really hurts brand, brand new arena building and Ugh. You know, you guys know we got seven D1 teams in the state, and you know it's uh, we'll get it back. But no, I'll, I'll be watching from home. You guys are going, right? We are. Yeah, yep. we'll we'll be there. We'll be we'll be your eyes in the sky for you. We got maybe. You. Well, maybe I'll go with you if you guys need an intern or a production <laughs> we, assistant. We do. We, we definitely yeah. do. We don't Always. know what the hell we're doing. We're just fucking just waning it. That's You've heard it. our voice. We don't have it, so yeah, we, <laughs> we could use you on the on, on the front lines, man, for sure. We do have one more question though. Then different question. We oh to ask yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh-oh. 
Speaking of sponsors, we ask every guest this, so it'll mm-hmm. uh, it'll be a little different because you know you're not uh, Kent Johnson, so it'll be a little <laughs> little different how we frame it. But uh, go to Endurfin, use promo code ECH or Pucks in Deep. It's the best protein in the game. It comes in the bottle. Shake it up. Good stuff. Endurfin.com promo code ECH. But yep. uh, the question for you, Ben, is you know for our younger listeners out there, you know, like you said, not everybody can be Kent Johnson or you know go all the way to the NHL, but like. What what's your advice for people just like trying to find their passion, trying to do what they do and and love in life? You know, what should their mindset be? How do they get to the point that you got to? I mean, number one, you got to find what you love to do. And I have a twenty year old son that you know he's finding his way. He was in college a couple of years and played lacrosse and went to three different schools and you know felt like he was you know failing and letting his parents down. I said, look, dude. I said sometimes you got to go down a bunch of different roads. And you got to find what fits for you. Mm, And and I say that to anybody. If you want to do it, follow it, work your tail off, put in the work, make the contacts, network with people, make sure you stay relevant, you know, whether it's social media or whatever, a phone call, a text, an email, whatever it is, and and just keep doing it. And don't, don't be satisfied. I have a saying, don't settle. Yeah. You know, don't Mm -hmm. settle. You, you, You can only, you can. I've had, I've had plenty of times in my life and my career where I've settled. And sometimes you get to a point where you're tired of settling yeah. and you kind of want to take it back. And, and that takes a little bit of time. You can't like, there was a young guy I worked with in DC, Matt Hartman, good young guy, first job right out of Penn state. And I had to get on him early on. I said, you need to understand the opportunity you have in front of you. I said, there's 10 guys behind you that would take your job in a heartbeat, man. So Mm -hmm. you better dig in. You better learn, you better listen, you better ask questions and be willing to adapt in, in the snap of a finger. So um, that's just me. I'm old school. My dad's 70 and he's worked since he was 14. And that's one of the great things that my father instilled in me was a work ethic. And you just work and pucks in deep, keep grinding, boys. That's I what I was it. when I played through high school, man. I yeah. wasn't any I wasn't any good. <laughs> I was just a fourth line plumber that got to play every now and then with a top line because I busted my tail. So that's the I truth and who I am. Let's go. And you worked in pucks in deep to that answer, Ben. God bless you. Did we want that's, to mix in any speed round questions? That's what I'm talking no. about. Do we have speed round questions? Well, we're off the top of our head. I don't know. Oh, I'll All do right. that. All right. Yeah, we got to do a speed All round. Right. I know yeah. we have you. I totally on forgot. For a minute. I, it's, this has been the best podcast because we get to touch on the bracket and everything. And yeah, like, we focused and a lot on the other interview, things. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, my mind's not working properly, but we do do a speed round every week. So I'm going to throw in like the sound cool. animations later. Uh, just quick yeah. questions, quick answers. Yeah, kind of I got first one. I got first okay. one. Ready? You go. All right. Uh, favorite game you've ever called? Oof. Oh, man. <laughs> not speed round, but I got to know. Is there one that stands out to you? Is there one that just stands out? Uh, 2008 regional final, North Dakota, Wisconsin in the Kohl Center. Oh, sweet. That's tough, and he just rattles it like that. <laughs> <laughs> pulls, pulls it from all it. Okay, I'll give you another. Uh, that's that's my that's my top one in college hockey. I've got up, but I know what I know what show I'm on, so that's where I'm going. Okay, let's go. Fair. I let's love go. It. I one thing I love about like your Twitter is like you always post. Um, like when you're visiting a rink just randomly yeah, like great. you're out there what's like a, a rink like Best underrated setup? that you've seen this oh. year uh, underrated yeah underrated rink that you visited or like in the past couple of years I don't know I would say from this year it's Penn State because I've never been there mm-hmm. I don't know that Penn State's underrated true uh, yeah. when you go there you guys have been there right no we haven't we yet. haven't we need uh, to next, we year, need next to. year it's happening yeah it, it's it's unbelievable I mean it, that place is beautiful it's it's like a mini North Dakota. I mean, just in mm. terms of how nice the building is, and just it's beautiful. I, that would be that would be my. I mean, 
kind of off the wall here. Um, I would say Lawson at Western. Oh, yeah. Um, Another place we got to go to. Yeah. Yes, you do. You got to get in the, <laughs> the Lawson lunatics. lunatics. We had one year, we had Starman's kid Ryan, who I'm sure you guys have seen on social with Dave's account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were joking around with Andy Murray, you know, doing our meetings. And Andy said, hey, you're going to get in there with the Lost and Lunatics to Ryan. He was like 13, man. This is like maybe even 12. This is like four or five years ago. And I go, Ryan, you got to get in there and crowd surf, man. And they did. Oh, and they crowd surfed through the whole thing. But that building, I love. The cameras are reversed. So I'm on this side looking out. The cameras are shooting, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's like the old school gondola where you're hanging over the thing. I love that place. Yeah, just seeing those pictures of you guys because you're like hanging over the Lunatics almost, aren't you? When you're oh, yeah, those right over him, yeah. So oh, you're yeah. hearing everything. You're hearing some <laughs> you, things you can't you repeat can on here. You can lean down and have a conversation. Right? <laughs> a bit, but you can. Uh, That's the best. Yeah, I love that the kid's like 12. They're chanting like, four's a bitch. Like, All right, go in there. Go crowd <laughs> surf. You'll be fine. <laughs> the lunatics are awesome, though. Yeah, we saw a, a good handful of them at the X. Yeah, there was like, like 50 and, of them at the X that traveled. That was pretty cool. And Buster made the trip, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, just the whole vibes. That leads into my next speed round question here. What's your favorite college hockey jersey? Like all Ooh, time. You had to choose. That's tough, man. Favorite jersey. You could just do this year if it makes it easier, but I'm, I mean, there's, some there's been some school. great ones. Yeah. Yeah. All time, I'm going North Dakota with the Sioux on the yeah, front. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. I yeah. Mean, there's, I mean, just how many yeah. jerseys we saw that at the X. They don't sell the Fighting Hawks jerseys. Like, no. it's all Sioux. Yeah. Yeah. It's still Sioux. Ever since they've changed, guys, never once have I called them or will I call them the Fighting Hawks. Can't. I yeah. call them North Dakota. You, you just can't. You can't. Exactly. Yeah, yeah just it. North Dakota. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no I, I grew up where I grew up, like I told you guys. And even then, from a distance afar, like, you know, I remember watching Jim Rich on College <clears throat> Hockey USA when I was a senior in high school in 88 yep. and watching them. And like, wow, it's it was a big deal, right? Yeah, I mean, even then to go in there and see right. their place and the whole history, I got a lot of respect for them. Me yeah. too. It's yeah. That that logo is not leaving. It's on the front of their building. It's on the mat right when you walk out of the locker room and you hit the oh. ice right there. It's yeah. yeah. I think yeah, that's, that's a good answer. I do like their Nodak Thank jerseys you. this year too. Their like, Nodak jerseys this year? Yeah. Oh like yeah. The, those those whites. Like, oh yeah. Those are cool. Those, those are, are cool. nice. I think they should. I think Lake State, Michigan, Notre Dame. The Notre Dame greens are pretty cool for senior night. Um, yeah, I love those. Yeah. Like, but yeah, those are some I, of the best. I would I would add two honorable mention. You just said one of them, the Lake State Laker one. We yep. all wanted to play there in Traverse. We were about three hours from the Sioux. None of us were good enough. <laughs> and then the Michigan State script. Oh yeah. You know, yep. the Michigan State script on the front. That that was always a great one when I was a kid. So those Absolutely. would be my two honorable mentions. There you go. Let's go. How about what's your one underdog or sleeper pick that Ooh, could make some damage it. in the tournament? Yeah. If you had to pick one that's not being you know, no not a one seed, not a two seed, three or four that can make make some damage. St. Cloud. Yeah. Okay. That's I like that. Yep. Older, wh- older team. Yeah. Been there. There I mean, we go. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. That was an easy one. Yeah. All right. Shit. How about, well, we're going to go to Western Michigan. You know, we have to like really tear up. We've been to just Michigan, I think, like Ann Arbor for, yeah. for yeah. hockey rinks. Yep. But uh, when we're out to Western, what, what's like one place that we need to visit? Like, you know, get a bite to eat. You know, we got to go to Michigan State too. We got to go to Michigan State. State. Where, give us some good like restaurants. Munchies. At State, it's Crunchies. Crunchies. There used to be a there used to be a place in Western called the Wayside, but they uh, yeah. they had some uh, some <laughs> some issues there involving some guns. I was told, so they had to close Ooh. down. Okay, um, but honestly, at Western, I don't really know, man. Yeah. I don't really go out much there. Okay, because um, all the years I went there, it's only an hour and a half for me. I would just drive in and drive out, right, right, most times. But back in the day, the Wayside was a cool place before it got you know carried away with guns and all that kind of stuff. So, Jeez. but. Ooh. 
Crunchies in East Lansing. Yeah. Peanut Barrel. Those places are great. Okay. Cool. Good to know. We got to go okay. there next year. Yeah. Much, all the Michigan schools. I mean, they're just right there. Did, Seriously, did yeah, you go to Brown to Jug and Touchdowns in Ann Arbor? Uh, we, went we went to, to Brown Jug. We went to Brown Jug, I think. Right in the Union. Yeah. We went to, God, I'm trying to remember all the places we went to. How many places did we go to in Michigan for food yeah. and stuff? That night's kind of blurry, Ben. Yeah, it was blurry. <laughs> I want to say we made it to Brown Jug. That, that sounds, night was so blurry. That sounds familiar. I had a few blurry ones back in my day. <laughs> I, I haven't drank in a long time for a lot of reasons, but uh, back in the day, man, when I had a few of those myself down there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful campus. That's one of my favorite I've ever seen. So. Yeah, and like, yeah, so we'll be back to there too, but okay, so it was Punchies and what was the other one? Peanut Barrel. Peanut Barrel. Okay, I like that. There we go. Um, do we have any more for speed round? I had one in my mind, and so then I started I. thinking about trying to remember the Michigan. Night. What uh, what player do you think now? Obviously, you don't know all the players, but what what do you think now to the players in college hockey who will have the biggest impact in the NHL? Would you say? Ooh, it's a tough one, but that is tough. That's tough. I mean, it's it's one to think about for sure. Yeah, there's so many players, but you know, Owen Power with the size, you got to think he's gonna do well in Buffalo, yeah. but. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think, I think, I think he'd probably be the guy. I mean, you would, you would think, but mm-hmm. you know, I think a, a Matty Veneers is another guy, just the way he plays, man. I mean, I talked to Quinny, David Quinn, who coached him in the Olympics. And you know, I mentioned we were together in Lake Erie and he said, he, this is old school. And I know Paul Capanigri at BTN, one of my colleagues has talked about him being like Jonathan Taves in that way. Yep. Um, just the way he plays, but Quinny went old school. He said, Ron Francis, who oddly enough, the guy that drafted him. Um, I'd say those two guys, I hate to be a homer and mm-hmm. pick Michigan and all this stuff, but, um, just trying to think, I mean, th- those would be the guys. I mean, yeah. I think there's a ton of guys you can put in that category, but I just think you're rolling the dice. I really do. Yeah. No, I, I like those picks and both out of Michigan, oddly enough, they're going to win it all. We're wearing Michigan here. Yeah, we we're, yep. we're coming a Michigan <laughs> pod here. We're coming like, <laughs> just a little bit. like this one. Yeah. We've had a lot of them on, like we had Kent Johnson, Sean Richland, Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other Mitch Strausman, Strausman, yeah, yeah. Forgot we got we got Beniers coming on, but yeah, later. No, so we're we're definitely a Michigan pod too. Yeah, we, we like those guys. Um, that, that's it for me on speed round. Let's that's it for something. me on speed round. As My well, mind's just blank. We've covered a lot of ground covered, here, Ben. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> a lot of there, college hockey. Uh, we also like to. I mean, is there any questions you you want to ask for us? Anything that we can step up to the plate and hit, or any any tips you have for us to improve? We're all yeah, we're all absolutely. ears. You know, rip us a little bit. We like that. No, no, man. I mean, you guys do a great job. I mean, just keep doing it. Like I said, man, follow your heart, hmm. follow your passion. You uh-huh. know, it, it won't feel like work. If it feels like work, then it's time to do something else, you know? Yep. So, you know, sure. and, and trust me, I've had a few of those days in the last couple of years, but <laughs> such is life. You just got to pick yourself up and, you know, keep moving on. So, no, just keep doing what you guys are doing, man. It's great for our game and, you know, I know you guys are building and building your brand. And, and like I said earlier, if there's anything I can do to help, I'm happy to do it. So uh, keep up the good work, boys. Well, dude, man. Thank yeah, you. I, I love that. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, this this has been awesome. I think we, we're over an hour here. This is covering be. everything. This is oh, perfect. Yeah. We're over but we're going to have you back after, uh, you know, you call with, with Dave Starman. Yeah. We'll get the yeah. tandem back in there. I mean, two of the iconic college hockey voices. I can't wait for that pod, too. Let's do it. We, got a, we got a week off in between here, right, after the regional? Yeah. So yeah. I think we're still planning it. We'll do that. And then like last year, we had uh, we had McCarr and Lazat and Michaela. We'll have like a, a NHL player from whosoever teams are in it as well. So, yeah, we'll get you this Blake on. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We have Lazat. Yep. Uh, He's good. Do stuff. you guys know him then or what? Um, kind of. We've had him a on a bit. I've talked to him a couple times. And then Adams, who we're good friends with, his best friends with him. And then he yeah. lives with us. 
Jack, uh, Jack Adams. Adams Jack they Adams. played at oh, Fargo, Jack. I think. Yeah, they played at Fargo. Yep. So yeah, yeah we've been linked uh, to him many times. But uh, good so, guy. Funny story about Blake. So I, whatever year it was, I think it was his second year. No, it was his first year. And and back then when I was with Dave and Shereen at CBS, we didn't start. I think they're still doing it the same way. They didn't start the package till January. We, you know, we start, we, back then we were doing 15, 16, whatever it's less now, but anyways, so I'd watch like four St. Cloud games and I said, we get on, Dave threw it over to me and I said, who in the hell is this number 27? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's Blake Lazat. And man, I, I love that guy, man. What a player. And, you know, just, he, he, he reminds me of Ben Myers, yeah. you know, or Ben Myers reminds me of him mm-hmm. in that way. And, you know, just. Works his tail off, 200-foot guy, does everything and does it well. I mean, every time I watch one of those games that, that season leading up to the first game we had with St. Cloud, he was he was jumping out all over the place. So that's cool. Yeah, mine's a good dude. He Super is, he nice is. guy. Congrats to Lazat, yeah. too, just signed a two-year extension with the Kings uh, a couple days ago. So. Yeah. Did he? I saw yeah. that. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. We, uh, and Mark Michaelis was the other guy we had on that, right? Yeah. Mark Michaelis, Kale McCarr, and Perunovic. It was, and Perunovic, yeah. That was a good pod. Right. Yeah. So we'll get to do that. Uh, we'll get to see how right or wrong we are with the Frozen Four predictions. And then we'll. Could be totally wrong. We'll Could be all four seeds. AIC Frozen Four. <laughs> AIC. I want it. If it's anything like the basketball tournament, we're all going to be done on Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just pack it up. <laughs> yeah. We're all, we're all out of jobs now. I, I, I'm so pumped to see this tournament and just yeah. see. All the upsets that we don't even know. We talked about Butchergrass uh, Butcher about this too, but regionals going to a home rank. Do you think it should happen and when? Me? 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. But Yo should be hosting a regional and that place, it should be $100 a ticket, just packed. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it goes back to, you know, the years at Michigan and North Dakota and, you know, teams like that were, were smoking people and they have to come in. But you know what? You play all year for that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I right. mean, I, my first regional was in 07 in Grand Rapids. And, you know, it was a decent crowd because you had Michigan State and Notre Dame in that one. But, I mean, I mean, obviously last year we had no fans or just family. Right. But there, I don't think there's going to be great attendance in any of these. I yeah, mean, I yeah. think if North Dakota was playing, you know, the, the Friday, Sunday in our region, I think you might have a few more. Yeah. But that's just a hard turnaround. That is. That is. Yeah. They, they, they need to get it back on campus. I am a huge proponent of that. It needs to be back in the top four seeds. That's how they should do it. Yep. Do you think it can happen as soon as next season? I mean, it just needs to happen like immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't well, know. We're pushing I, for I mean, it. it. It could. And, you know, I think, you know, the one change for this year, I think it is great. I mean, you know, normally we go into these things and here, here's my mindset going into the regionals all the years I've done. Them. Okay. The first game, don't go to overtime. The second game, I don't care if it goes to overtime. I don't want to do two overtime games because you're dead. Right. <laughs> yeah. Then you do another game in 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, no complaints, but that's the reality. Now, I think, but above and beyond that is the fact that I think it protects the top four seats. Yep. And that's a big thing that it protects everybody, to be honest, but it really protects the top four seats. Yep. And coaches, coaches have been complaining about it for a long time. I mean, look at Minnesota last year. They played a late game in our region. They come back. Minnesota State played five hours before them. Yeah, right. And yeah. who knows? It could have been the same result. But it's makes a difference. It's be a level yeah. playing field. Yeah. Yep. Oh. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I just think it'd be so much better just for, like you said, sell tickets, get that whole atmosphere. Yeah, we're losing there. out on money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Grow the game. And then, you know, with this year, I think it's cool the way it's set up. You're gonna have four games Thursday, four games Friday. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna have the six games on Friday and Saturday. 
yeah, you know, or, or Saturday and Sunday like we used to. All the games have their own windows, which is fantastic for for watching the games, and, and I think it's a great change. So, like I said, man, Dave and I are at noon kick, so we're uh, we're, we're ready to go. There you go. Getting after it. I love that. So yeah, let's go. Let's go, man. I'm so fired up. I'm I just want to, what are we at? Two days now? You kidding me? Three days? Yeah. Yep. yep. Fuck. Okay. We're we'll ready get there. to go. We'll get there. A lot more Timmy's in between, but we'll we'll, we'll be there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I think. I'll be on Donkey out east. No Timmy's. Oh. <laughs> the adjustment's got to be right. made, you know? Yeah. I, I just had Duncan for six months living in D.C., so it's going to be back home. And uh, <laughs> That's what it's all about. Yeah. Now that we're media people at the X, we're like, you know, it's all about, oh, what food do we get here? Oh, free popcorn. Let's go. We're, there you go. You know, we're trying to get used to the swag. perks a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> this stuff, man. Swag. Boom. Oh, that yeah, army we, jersey. Where's ours? Oh, we got to get out there. We got to yeah. get out to West Point, too. Yeah. That needs to happen next uh, year as well. You got to go there, man. Like, it's funny. So, all the years I did, I did football there for nine years. And when I was with Jay Feely those four years, Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, he would text me, "Are you in the hockey rink again?" Because it was right across from the football practice field. I go, "You don't see anything in practice, man." I'm going yeah. to talk to Brian. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I'm watching the boys block some shots over here. Like, you need anything? Come on. <laughs> he, he's a great man, and if you guys go there, you let me know. I'd be more than happy to help you out. I mean, he's yeah. he'd roll out the red carpet for you guys, man. He's an unbelievable dude and great family, and I I love that place. I always. Always love West Point and uh, just amazing. Some of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life at that place. So it's a, it's a hell of a place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've talked to him quite a bit here. We're excited to go out there hopefully really soon here. Yeah. We're trying to cool. try to this year, but COVID, I think, in the beginning got in the way. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we've had him on the podcast, him and Colin Bielek, their captain this year. Yeah. Great people. So yeah, we're getting out there eventually. But so that's why we've been jealous of what you've been wearing all pod. So, <laughs> yeah. We, we respect it. We got a jersey here, but yeah. yeah it's hey. Just, Unreal. One of the hardest things I had to do the last two years starting to work for Big Ten Network was finding stuff that didn't have logos on it. It was all <laughs> NCHC stuff because oh, they God. were so generous. I mean, yeah. I, could, I could clothe a family with the <laughs> NCHC swag I've gotten over the years. So the CCHA was the same way, too, back in the day. So. Yeah, you'll get there. Yeah. So first year at Big Ten. Now you're starting to build up your swag. I hope you got all, all Michigan stuff, all. You know? No, they they don't really give a lot of swag out, man, for whatever uh, reason. Tough. So uh, that's why you can never go wrong with Army, man. There you Everybody, go. Yeah. I, mean, I they most love the Army, so yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, so that's why I, that's that's my neutral go to when I you know if I know I'm going into a and 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 a rival conference or something like that. Um, funny story, real quick. I know you guys got to go, but okay. so the first Word. time I'd ever been to Mariucci was about five years ago, and I went with Dave and Carlos, our producer. We had, they were playing Michigan on a Thursday and Dave was going to scout. I think he was with the Canadians then. And we're like, yeah, we'll go down to Mariucci. I've never been there. I've only been there four times, two games, three games, one as a fan, two games as a fan and two games. Mm -hmm. So I walk in, I'm in an NCHC hat, I'm in an NCHC coat, I'm in an (laughs) NCHC fleece. And Brian Deutsch, the SID, he's like, really, dude? Really? You walk in? I go, give me some swag then. Yeah, that's how you do it. You got to step People up. People never the let me live that down, but it's <laughs> it's just where I was at that point. I was like, give me some Big Ten stuff then. I'll wear it. I'll wear some Gopher stuff yeah. in your building. Did yeah. it work? Did you get anything? No. Uh, no, no. <laughs> not a goose egg. <laughs> but you tried. You know, that's all you it's can all do. It's all good. I tried, but he just likes to, he just likes to bust my stones. So it's all yeah. good, but it's, it's all good fun. 
Yeah. Oh, God. I love that. That's a great story. You can always fit that in. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, unless you get, do you get any more questions? I don't here, know. James? That's a great pod. This is unreal. Like this so is going to be an easy one to to edit, honestly, because yeah. there's not anything to, anything to cut. Yeah, yeah, there's not anything to cut. It's just straight facts. It's perfect. It's so again, thank you, Ben, for, for taking this time. This has yeah, been man. awesome, man. We're going to have you back on. Uh, friend of the pod, reoccurring guest. We'll say that. All good. So Sounds good, you. boys. So, thank you and keep up the great work. I appreciate it. Thank you. Best of luck this week. We'll be in touch. Yeah. Oh, and right. uh, so last sign off, you can catch Ben calling the Albany Regional. Starts Thursday, 11 a.m. kickoff, right? Central. 11 Central. Central. 11 a.m. Central. Yeah. Mankato, Harvard. Check that out. He's calling the whole regional with Dave Starman on ESPNU. Check that out. So thank you, Ben, and uh, we'll talk soon. See you, boys. Thanks. Yeah. All right. There you had it. That's our... Good friend of the pod, Ben Holden. Yeah. I mean, one of the best voices in, in all of broadcasting, but especially 100%. college hockey. Like yep. if you've been hearing, you know, the Big Ten this year, almost every game has been Ben Holden, at least for me, for Minnesota, like or Michigan games that I've tuned into. You you know it's a big one when Ben's there on the call. But yeah, just uh, we've been wanting to have Ben on the pod for yeah. a long time. We saw him at the X being what just a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And like the amount of knowledge he's like, Oh, I it reminds me of the two thousand eight <laughs> regional, you know, or like the the shot that the act of God that went through the side of the net between Michigan State. Like yeah. he just knows college hockey inside and out. And he's just such a, he's a hockey guy. Yeah, he know? is. No, he's a great guy and uh, just a, a good leader in our sport, I think. And a guy that uh, we're going to hopefully work with here in the, in the future for a while here. And yeah, I mean, you got all the college hockey insight you need for this, this weekend and forward here to the frozen four. So God, I just love being just, able to break it down with some, with an analyst who knows uh, stuff. Like yeah. it makes us feel like we know more stuff than we do. You know, like yeah. we we know, like you know, who who blocks the most shots or like our dumb takes. But then you, you hear him; he's been following it for twenty plus years. You know, yeah, he knows what it takes. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like his Frozen Four too a lot. It's very solid picks, and I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, man. We could all be wrong. That's the best part yeah. about it. Yeah, I see could come out buzzing. <laughs> we don't know people. We don't know. There's a lot of upsets that could happen. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Michigan Tech could show up. You know, you never know. Uh, so yeah, this it's tourney time. It's the best time of the year. Thank you to Ben for coming on. Check him out. And all these games are going to be on ESPNU mm-hmm. or ESPN News, I believe, for the first round. Yep. And again, one last time, please, please, please go to USCHO, fill out a bracket, go enter the pool. It's it's called a pull tab sports. Um, you get a chance to win an authentic jersey. Of uh, your choice. Yep. Top end stick, whatever choice or stick you want. And then an ECH hat in the process. Second and third place, we'll get a hat and an Durfin gift card as well. Yeah. So. Yep. So check that out, people. It's free to play. Uh, thank you for all those who have signed up. Yep. Uh, just make sure you DM us. Let us know that you're in and you follow the rules. Uh, we'll let you know that you did it correctly and you're good to go. Then it's just root for your team. We're all we're all in this to watch some pucks going deep together. So yeah. Thank you guys for following. Uh, we'll be back next week, obviously, to, yeah. to break down all the upsets that we predicted accurately. <laughs> I think there we yeah. go. We're not going to miss one. So thanks again. Uh, we'll see you next week on Pucks in Deep. Boom. To the side, great job by Rao again. Shea tips it up nicely. Here come the Gophers. Can they make it in time to get a shot? Rao blocks, rebound. Oh, shot score! Score! Justin Hall, I think he beat the buzzer. Of course, we'll take a look at this. Minnesota is off the bench. A giant pile on the blue line. A beef in that beef on the wall. Anderson throws it front. Raskov throws it front. Score! Alex Ayafolo has given Duluth a two-one lead. Here they do. Save made. Rebound on the wall. Middle. Score! The Irish are going to the championship game. And it goes on. Ryan back on it. The Denver Pioneers win the national championship.
empty net chance down the ice. Time expires, and for the first time in program history, the Mavericks of Minnesota State advance to the Frozen Four. Pass in front, can't. Donnie, you just Tipped in front with 53 seconds to go. St. Cloud State has the lead. Nolan Walker with the redirection goal. Oh, not, but here's a chance the other way, and they tie it up. Breaking free and getting in. Ethan Frank. Tortolo punches back to the line. Here's a one-timer. They score. Johnson ripped it by now. And Michigan gets one on the power. That's a cross for a shot. Oh, what a save by Perez. He stops Everett's easy four. Wait. A shot. He scores. Coronado. Oh, Sutcliffe comes in to the NCAA tournament. They will behind the net. Save. Watch out. Watch